Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. The people in this room, which one is A, wearing a spangly outfit, and B, not of use? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Welcome to Simply Marvelous. This is the podcast where hosts Harry, Ron, and Hermione talk about the Marvel movies in the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe, The Crown, Lord of the Rings, and now Harry Potter. <laughs> I am Kyron Weasley. <laughs> Did you say Kyron Weasley? Because that would have been a nice touch. I'm Kyron Weasley. I'm George Mooney. <laughs> and today we're talking about Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? Dear Mr. Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Do you really have the... Oh, wicked. Mr. Potter, our new celebrity. Understand this, Harry, because it's very important. Not all wizards are good. I'm going to bed before either of you come up with another clever idea to get us killed. Or worse, She needs to sort out her priorities. What's it about, Racy? In a wizarding world. (laughs) A door flies off the hinges. A huge bearded man trudges in. He's a casting director. You're an actor, Daniel. And then, just like that, a little boy with, let's face it, limited acting ability becomes a millionaire. (laughs) Harry Potter. Like every kid in a children's movie, his parents are absolutely dead. 
And now he's being raised by his aunt and uncle, B1 and B2, Brexit 1 and Brexit 2. <laughs> Harry gets on a train and heads off to school where, just like every private boarding school in the real world, he learns how to make things disappear. Except for him, it's things like hats and not DUIs and assault charges. <laughs> So many questions. Mm. How many kids die at this school every year? <laughs> Was no one like, hey, little weedy white guy wearing a turban. What's under that turban? <laughs> Pretty culturally insensitive to be wearing that turban. What's under there? <laughs> and if Harry Potter is so fucking good, why can't he fix his eyes? Harry Potter and the <laughs> Philosopher's Stone. I am so hey. glad that we're doing Harry Potter. <laughs> I wanted to watch movie two immediately after movie one. Oh, he's up, Turbo. Like, I'm so glad that we're recording <laughs> now at, what is it, quarter past eight. There's every chance that after this, we're going to be oh allowed God. to watch the second one. You're just absolutely allowed. gagging for it. I'm very happy. Allowed. I mean, the, I mean, the movie opens and there is Maggie Smith, Robbie Coltrane, old mate <laughs> Richard Harris, all on the screen. It does feel like they took English theatre and just shook it. Yeah. <laughs> and whoever landed wherever they landed, that's their role. <laughs> Heaven. I had such a craving for like a Sunday roast in a beautiful English pub watching this. Yes. Just so yeah. much England on screen. I know. See the Dowager yeah. Countess of Grantham again. Yes. <laughs> and Gandalf slash not Gandalf, whoever he All is. All those yeah. racists. Yes, Gandalf yeah. in a different hat. I think it's nice how in this movie you do learn, again, that a family of gingers is always a safe house. Support in a storm. Yes. Oh, this must have felt very real for you, Georgia, and me. (laughs) So lovely. You know what did feel secure is the cupboard. I actually didn't mind the cupboard under the stairs. (laughs) I looked at that and I thought that actually looks kind of quite... That's nice. That's quite nice. Everything everything within reach. You know, like everything within reach. Like everything. I do think Harry should be quite psychologically damaged having been brought up by that family. Mm. Is there mental illness <laughs> in the wizarding world? Or can you puff it like, away? G- genuine question. Voldemort? Like, yeah, like a people, is there like... Come on, Reese. I said you can puff it away. Like I laid it, I laid <laughs> yeah, it I know. out for I know, me. but it felt, it felt almost too <laughs> easy. <laughs> it, like it felt like an impression of a Reese Nicholson setup. <laughs> like that wasn't a real one. Okay. okay, well, it'll happen again. But is there like, do people have panic attacks? Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Or can you be like, Accio Valium? <laughs> yes. Well, I do, I do feel like um, many of the characters are quite clearly have mental illnesses. Well, the ones that murder, yeah. Voldemort. Yeah. Voldemort. He tried to kill a baby. <laughs> For God's sake. And even the, the most mental ill part of it, he, he didn't succeed. For God's sake. <laughs> imagine imagine not being able to kill a baby. A For baby. God's sake. But they're all pretty tough. Like, imagine the principal at a school assembly just being like, don't go round the back near that demountable classroom unless you want to die a painful, painful death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, that'd, that'd linger on the brain. I, I said this and then I stopped saying it as is as what this podcast does to films. Um, <laughs> Karen and I watch them together and then go, and then I'll about to say something I think and then think, no, I save it for the podcast. <laughs> Good. You know, Richard Harris is Dumbledore in the first movie. Mm. He dies. Mm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the actor dies. <laughs> So does Dumbledore. So does Dumbledore. Oh, ooh, gosh. Well, um, hang on, I haven't seen them all. Oh, that's right. You haven't seen them all. That's Kyron. right. Jesus. What a prick. Well, you don't know if that's true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Kyron lies a lot. <laughs> so then Mike, 
Michael Gambon takes over and he plays, I would say, he plays a very different, I think, from my point of view, quite a different Dumbledore. Like, he's a lot stronger. Mm. Michael Harris, and maybe this was a clue that he was going to die soon, quite weak and quite like, oh, Harry. Grandfathery. Uh, Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Harry Potter. Uh, earwax. But Michael Gambon is very, like, big and, like, booming. Mm. And I was wondering, like, I wonder if his portrayal, because the books are still being written when this movie mm. Like, one of the facts I read today about this movie is that um, Christopher Columbus, the director, changed a couple little things and he wanted to change a piece of dialogue. And J.K. Rowling, um, she first of all, she said, there's two genders. And then he was like, whoa, that's a weird thing to start this conversation with. What the hell? And he was like, save it for Twitter. And she's like, oh, Twitter, what's Twitter? And he explained Twitter to her. And now, since then, she's exclusively done it on Twitter. No, but he wanted to change a piece of dialogue. And, uh, and she was like, oh, no, the book that I'm working on at the moment, you can't say that because that will contradict something I'm writing in the next book. And so the books are being written as the movie is being made. Does Michael Gambon's playing of the character change the character? Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Like, the movies are so big. Interesting. Like, a lot of big things happen to Dumbledore. And he's quite strong. And he's a much stronger character. Was that in the book or was that as is that Michael Gambon? Anyways, it was just a thought that I had. That's a cool thought. And I guess we'll take it to the grave. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody's talking to J.K. Rowling anymore. <laughs> but with all with all the actors, like is Daniel Radcliffe Harry Potter? Does Daniel Radcliffe's performance as Harry Potter make the character of Harry Potter a bad actor? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's all a pantomime. I would say though of of Daniel Radcliffe that he gets a lot better. So let's yeah. Oh, he gets we'll really leave... good. He's a weird bear. Bear. Yes, exactly. We'll leave the praise of Daniel Radcliffe for a future episode because you couldn't possibly do it on this movie. <laughs> but if you see a good child actor, like a, you know, sometimes you see someone in a movie, like a little kid, and they're really good. Sometimes they're miraculous. But that makes me think. What's wrong with that kid? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. is that kid so good at acting? So the mm. fact that they're bad actors, I'm like, well, you've had a good childhood. Good people. Right. Got it, got it, got good it. Good people. It's a simple equation. Lengardi and Leviosa. Like, that means that makes me like her. Yeah. Because she's like, that's not how people talk. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird thinking about how Emma Watson's going to grow up to be in every boy's wank bank. Mm. Seeing them so well, little and knowing that they're going to be Every boy. <laughs> Let's just say some of us were, <laughs> as soon as the uh, posters came out for Equus, oh. some of us were right on there as quickly as possible. <laughs> Harry did it for me. And I think this is the thing as well. is He got your letters. I am exactly the same age as him. So it meant... We've really grown up together. When the movies came out, I was able to be attracted to him <laughs> as the movies came out. He's of age. Because we were the same age. That's our podcast. He's of age. Don't worry. He's of age. He's of age. <laughs> I'll put it in the list. I've been listening to some of our old episodes because I'm Uh-oh. alone in lockdown. <laughs> but there was a bit in one the other day where you were talking about Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland and you said, there are a couple of snacks. Save your pennies, kids. We're going to the snack bar. <laughs> Wait, I said that? And if you've come here for Harry Potter, that is some of the delights that you can expect from the Marvel Universe. It's all about Marvel and nothing at all about pennies and snacks. The obvious solution for the Dursleys to me because they hate this little cunt, yeah. is to let him go to Hogwarts. Why are they so persistent in stopping him from leaving them when that is the single yeah. thing that they want him to do? It's what he represents. They're worried it's going to backfire on them later. Yeah. He could murder them with his wand. <laughs> the, ooh. Um, and let's just say in the later movies, I wouldn't mind being murdered with his wand. 
uh, not this movie, as he is as he is it's nine. Early. <laughs> Worry, he's not of age. <laughs> yeah, just a ding, ding, ding here. He's not of age, and I'm not interested in him no. in this movie. Just send him to Hogwarts. Yeah, they want to normalise him by by keeping him in a cupboard. <laughs> Which now that I think about it, as a slave, is this too long a bow? Oh, are they keeping him in the closet? Too long oh. a bow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Interesting, though. That is classic dynamic of this podcast. Karen going, no. And Georgia going, but an interesting thought. <laughs> In a very high-pitched voice. Yeah, but. <laughs> Do you remember your first day of high school? Oh, no, it, no. It's hard to remember, I've got isn't terrible it? memory. If J.K. Rowling had written it down, I would have. <laughs> she didn't follow you around? No, she didn't. Oh. Really? Because Kyra went to some very prestigious private schools. They didn't have a J.K. Rowling for every school. <laughs> no. They just kind of hand out. Well, it was a bit like going to Eton with one of the princes, isn't it? That's the sort of the Hogwarts Yeah, vibe. it was. Yeah. Mm. It's not talked about enough, I don't think, that it is kind of a very privileged... Like, it's posh as. It's very posh. Yeah. Like there must be... Are there which public schools? I don't know. Not everyone's being privately schooled at Hogwarts. There must be other schools. They talk about it being the best witch school in the world, which suggests that there are others. There's four, oh, and shit. this is one of them. Uh, but the others then, are not in England. There's an American one, European one. One in Adelaide. And I'm not sure where they're going. <laughs> yeah, it might be the Adelaide Hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's wizarding and viticulture um, mm. are the two yeah. majors you can do there. I wonder if it made kids, if it made boarding school seem slightly appealing for a second. Oh, I absolutely wanted to be a wizard, Harry. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah. You know, one profession they don't appear to have in the wizarding world is architect. Ha- well, yeah, they just love heritage stuff. <laughs> yeah. I did wonder as well if they could have invented a more advanced way of getting to school than a steam train. <laughs> they go from the tube, which is a bit more advanced, to the steam train. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of regresses as they go along, yeah. doesn't it? They start from like quite a modern English flat to they just keep going and going until you're in like a medieval castle yeah. mm. and it's falling down. Mm. Like it's, I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of metaphor there, but it's like, are there laptops? <laughs> yeah. No, they've all got quills. And very old yeah. books. They could have digitised, you'd think. Mm. You would It'd think. It's fun. First thing Ginny ever says to Harry Potter is good luck. <gasps> there you go. I'm going to marry you. Stop spoiling stuff that I do sort of already know. <laughs> Why don't you tell us the things that you know? I don't know much. I've got no idea what happens in the end. All I know, the things that have been spoiled for me, Dumbledore dies. You mean just now on this episode or you knew that? No, I did know that. Okay, thank you. I was trying to make you feel bad. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm glad someone else admits to doing that. That's like the aim of my day. (laughs) What was the first thing you ever said to me, Reese? Um, get it out. It was nothing. You said nothing. I asked you a question on Twitter and you didn't reply. Oh. Radio silence. Twitter's not real live. Uh, tell that to JK's fans. <laughs> oh, okay. That's very real life. I was very drunk when we first met. We were at Zanro's 33rd and a 3rd birthday party, oh. which was themed as your favourite record, like come as your record. So, you know, Tom Tilly was there as David Bowie and Tom Ballard was there in a white zoot suit, uh, which wasn't about an album, he just liked it. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. no. Bit of fun. No, he was the white album. And, and uh-huh. I came covered in bruises... 
and mm. Wounds and I came as a Greatest Hits album. <laughs> I thought you were dressed as a fetus or was that another excellent costume hard choice tell, later on? Isn't it hard to tell? But <laughs> it's a different time. <laughs> Very similar outfit. <laughs> they take a bruising on the way out. And Kyron was in no costume. Was He'd been at work or something, I think, which is the perfect metaphor for our relationship <laughs> of me being overdone. <laughs> and then um, for three full months... I courted him and, uh, very unsuccessfully. I had no idea it was happening. <laughs> Turned out all right, though, 10 years yeah. on. Yeah, sure, if you think <laughs> 10 years is nice. Do you remember where we... I think it was at the top of the stairs. Weren't we standing at the... Yeah, Tom Ballard introduced us, and he was like, this is Kyron. And then um, I didn't remember that name. <laughs> Trying to find you on Facebook the next day was harrowing. Karen, Karen, Karen. I literally scrolled through all the C's in Tom Ballard's Facebook friends. Wow. Dated all the C's and then all the K's and landed on KY. So it got through a few. Yeah. I would say congrats to the sound designers of Harry Potter. They have very successfully made the owls sound real. And I know that because... Hopkins needed to investigate every single one of them. Oh, cute. She was very confused. That's the test. I wonder if they had a focus group just full of doggies. Yeah. Just going, ow, ow, ow. That's how they know. Ow. Uh, I do think that school would be a lot more fun in a robe and a pointy hat. Yes. Hmm. Costumes. Yes. I just want costumes. costumes. <laughs> We've always seen eye to eye on this, Georgia. Yeah. Oh, you should have gone to my school. <laughs> oh, yeah, private boys school. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Did you know that my brother, um, when he went to school, he was afraid of buttons. So he wore skivvies to school every day. Mum could not get him in a shirt. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Is it the, um, some people are scared of... It's not tractophobia, but it's something where people are scared of... Tractors. A lot. Tractors. <laughs> Tell you what, then drought season comes along, they're like, shut up about the farmers. <laughs> no, they're scared of like very small holes next to each other. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. That's a bit gross. I get. I kind of get that more than no, so, buttons. Like a vagina? Kyron, <laughs> <sighs> grow up. What's happened to you today? <laughs> Been locked inside for a week. We've had some wines. Quidditch is a nice game. <laughs> um, I want to know. Quidditch makes me. Who hurts himself before when they're learning how to ride their wands? Oh, Longbottom. Never Longbottom. Longbottom. Yeah. He ends up hot. That's interesting. What a glow up. Yeah. Now that is. Now that was the. Fir- he might he's even not be of age yet. No. Important. Worry. He's not of age. Is he the first glow up? Future cutie. He might remember when the pictures of him came out. Like huge news. A couple of years ago, it it, <laughs> it genuinely kind of broke the internet a little bit. Really People were like did. that fuggo. <laughs> oh boy. Poor Neville. But also he lent into great. it. He lent into it. Yeah, I like that Voldemort's sort of just chasing a piece of rose quartz, you know, to open up his heart chakra. <laughs> That's sort of what I got from it. I always thought it was like a salt yeah. lamp. Yeah, it's got a Byron Bay crystal energy sort say, of vibe. It's like Tom grew up yeah. in the Northern Rivers. <laughs> yeah, he needs to go to a gem shop. Yeah. 
solve a lot of problems. There is a, you you wouldn't have seen it yet, in an upcoming movie, there is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in a film is him being born, essentially. Yeah. And it's not... Harry? Just childbirth? Yeah, yeah, they just... It is rough, but yeah. <laughs> cut into a scene. You'll never have to deal with it. And that. like they say, they can't just Accio baby. It is a close-up. <laughs> That's why people are scared of it. It is the 80s. <laughs> Dumbledore defines favouritism. In this movie, yeah, there's a bit of that, isn't there? In all the movie, in all the movies, like at the end, where he's like, "And you get fifty points, and you get fifty points, and you get 50 everyone look points, under your seat." I think we need some new decorations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Dowager Countess of Grantham buys him a new broom. Yes, I mean, how you'd be livid? Absolutely. And and can she afford that on a teacher's salary? <laughs> and he's loaded. He's so loaded, isn't he? <laughs> Why didn't he buy himself the fanciest broom? Get a better broom. Why is the teacher buying the rich boy a thing? This is another classic private school thing of just just rewarding the rich it's boy. Harry it's Potter. true. He gives off Ugh. a kind of I don't know anything and I'm poor vibe, but actually he's the richest of them all, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's the guy we all fucked when we were like 21, which was like <laughs> he seems he seems poor and then but you were Do you not remember the first act of this film? <laughs> He's lived a horrible life. He's lived a horrible life. This is his first broom. Sure, but then he got rich and everything is solved by money. We know this yeah. to be true. Well, maybe it's that this isn't his first broom and that's the problem. Spent his whole life on brooms. Oh, sweeping. Sweeping. Cinderella sweeping. Sweeping, yeah. Sweeping, yeah. yeah. Little Cinderella. I just at one point was like, I wonder how many sad kids with shitty parents just dreamed of getting a letter from Hogwarts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you I wanted to be a wizard, Harry. I've met the Wheatleys. They're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Clive. <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> My mum listens and she has learnt some pretty intense stuff about us, um, particularly me. <laughs> I'm going to hold my tongue. Nah, I forget. I get too excited and give it all away. I'm so excited to be watching these because they feel like such wholesome content for a pandemic. Yes. Mm. I think that's what... That's when we first sat down to watch it, as soon as the... And I think we are exactly the right age for it. Mm-hmm. As soon as the... Da, 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 I yeah. got this rush. Like, I suddenly realised these are the Marvel movies of our age. Mm, it's nostalgia plus. Like, when I, go and, when I would go and see a Marvel movie at the cinema and there would be, like, a dad with a whole bunch of kids, mm. they would be really excited. To, and I was like... This is Harry Potter for me. Like, because they were coming out at the same rate. Mm-hmm. They were, mm-hmm. you know, every year you were guaranteed a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. And as someone who hadn't read the books, I didn't know what was going on. Wow. And they were all interconnected and there were callbacks to things. Yeah, no, they're very exciting. Yeah, it's nice. What do you think of the score, Georgia? Oh, music is the winner. Same with Lord of the Rings. So good. Is it, it, is it a John, is it John Williams? Is it Danny Elfman? Or is it someone else? Danny Minogue. Was it Danny, Danny Minogue, <laughs> was it? Yeah. yeah. You've wow. got to be a Harry Potter with a Very rare that she gets something over her sister, but mm. there you go. She scored imagine Harry the call, Potter. Imagine the call Danny Minogue makes to Carly. It's like Carly's like, oh, I'm going to her. And she's like, I'm doing the score for Harry Potter. <laughs> really? It's John Williams. Okay, to the list. First up, Small Man, Big Machine. <laughs> Um, uh, Daniel Radcliffe in the uh, Water Brothers mm-hmm. machine. <laughs> there are many machines. I guess there are some machines in 
Oh, I guess Voldemort inside Quirrell oh. is a small man in a... Okay. Would you call Quirrell a big machine? <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to bend that one a few times in this <laughs> series, I think. <laughs> As opposed to big, big fight, small kitchen... Not a problem. <laughs> Always applies. I would even say, like, when he's cooking breakfast, the tension between the Dursleys, mm. like, you know, their marriage isn't going great. That's oh, a absolutely. fight in a small kitchen. Yeah. This one we can keep. Swish, 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 flick, flick, flick. <laughs> a lot of spells. The new last one. I like that. Yeah, I don't... It's not It's not that much magic-y, though, this film. Not that much magic-y, because they don't know how to do it yet. And George doesn't know this, but later on... Oh, shit. It gets pretty swish, 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 flick, flick, flick Gets magic-y? Yeah, it does. Ooh. It's nice to have a break from guns, though, isn't it? Yes. Swish, 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 flick, flick, flick. Also a technique used in other places. <laughs> Oh what? my God. How have you become the horny one in this podcast? It's about time. I have not mentioned a single thing this episode about how this is a metaphor for puberty or being horny. <laughs> and that's usually my whole deal. Anyways, I think a, a trope that's in all mm-hmm. big Lord of the Rings and stuff is regular animals bigger. Oh, yes. Great one. That is a great one. A confused old person. Confused oh, old person. No. We started. Richard Harris. He doesn't know he's going to die. <laughs> oh no! That's too sad. Internet ratings. Here they come. JH Clues says ten out of ten. The magic comes to life once upon a time and not that long ago. In the vivid, fertile imagination of author J.K. Rowling, a character was born. Colon. A boy. Colon. A young boy named Harry, who is destined to become an. Anyway, it goes on from there. <laughs> it's the whole yeah, synopsis. We get the vibe. <laughs> Nicholas Clark says, and this is an interesting compliment, mm. as good an adaption as could be expected. Okay. Kylo Pod has managed to talk about Star Wars and says, I enjoyed this movie immensely, but like The Phantom Menace, I've had a very hard time <laughs> viewing it objectively. So, Okay. Uh, nothing from Mark Fennell, because in 1999, he was just heading along to the movies and not reviewing them <laughs> on Triple J. So... They should have got someone in Year 5 to review it on Triple J. I'd love that. They should have. This is my favourite movie of all time. <laughs> I would love that because every movie you see is your favourite movie of all time. So, I know. oh, I would 100% read it, like <laughs> just a Year 5 in like the New York Times. Yeah. Being the official movie <laughs> reviewer. That gets us to the rankings, Georgia Mooney. You open your rankings with Return of the King, The Fellowship of the Ring, <laughs> and then The Two Towers, followed by the final Marvel movie. <laughs> and then The Crown. Oh, God. It's really hard to get these into the same brain. Then Infinity War, Thor Ragnarok, yep. Black Panther, Guardians, and Avengers rounding out your top ten. Where would you like to put Harry Potter? The Philosopher's Stone, directed by Christopher Columbus. Fun fact is that he also directed um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh! (laughs) I think I'm going to put this in number eight, under Thor Ragnarok, (gasps) above Black Panther. I'm going to put mine at number eight. (gasps) Reese. Okay, get married, whatever. (laughs) We tried and you wouldn't let us. (laughs) I am putting this in at number eight. (gasps) She sets a trend and they all follow it. Return of the King, Fellowship Save of the Ring. Save your pennies for the snack bar, boys. <laughs> Endgame. There are a couple of snacks. Fuck. Infinity War, 
The Crown. <laughs> I've got Guardians in there. And then Harry Potter, the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, yes. Black Panther and the Two Towers rounding out the top ten. <gasps> what are we looking forward to in the next one? What is the next one? What's it called? Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of is, is, is Dobby in the next That's one? That's what I call my vagina. Oh. <laughs> what, in the, Not Dobby. the dobs on you? <laughs> chamber of Secrets. Oh, the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> oh, the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> okay. For a second then, I really thought you called it Dobby. Oh, that, oh that's Dobby the house elf. <laughs> Dob- I think Dobby's in the next one. I can't remember, which I would, and we'll talk about in the next episode, but I would call the Jar Jar Binks of this film series. I was about to say that. Bit of a golem. I, hate, I fucking hate Dobby. Yeah. I hate Dobby so much. For more on how much Reese hates <laughs> Dobby, tune in next week to Simply Marvelous. Bye-bye. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com code program.